0: Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and f*** all tomfoolery with your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome. (laughs) Wow, I'm a little too on top of the mic. To episode 65 of the Degenerates Clubhouse, Happy New Year,
1: motherfuckers. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm waiting for you to go from oh, there sorry i thought you were gonna say something Fine. no i just want to say ha- happy new year motherfuckers yeah yeah and
0: and uh what an amazing year it's been i mean 2020 a little bit less shitty or sorry, 2021 was a little bit less shitty than 2020. Uh-huh. So like, if we could have this at least be a little bit less shitty than 2021 this year, it'll be an improvement.
1: We're trending in the
0: right direction. Yeah, that's the best you can hope for. It. Aaron,
1: good news. We are now ranked
0: 192 in Canada. Oh my god, we're coming up, man. You know what?
1: Exactly. Right, like moving up five spots or sec. I forgot how many spots it, we moved up.
0: It's it's yeah. We're, we're still <laughs> dealing with a global pandemic. <laughs> The the state of Colorado was like literally on fire. But you know what? Fuck all that people. We're
1: one ninety-two in Canada. You know what's funny? Things are going degenerate. When it's we, trending for us. When we were ranked 197 or 198 or whatever, it was probably like like a husband and wife that listened to us in Canada. Two, and all it two two guys in an ice hut fishing. Yeah. And all it took was one of them to tell their like their cousin to hear it. And there's like one more listener and it moved us up five more spots. That's how awesome we are. We'd like to thank you, Canucks. (laughs) Those degenerates
0: are pretty funny, eh? Eh? (laughs) They're like, like, who? They're like, don't make fun of us. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But you know what? You know who would make fun of us? Slash give us some sort of strange venereal disease if we ever get close to them? Florida Man!
1: Correct. Uh, So the headline for this week in Florida Man is, After woman bites tiger truck stop camel animal given precautionary antibiotics. <laughs> Let me repeat that cuz it took me it, it was a lot going on it yeah. took my brain say it, say it, a little say it, say it. while to digest all that. Say it slowly
0: okay. so it can sink in. Just the headline. There's a whole story that unfolds.
1: After woman bites a tiger truck stop camel. So so just a woman bit a camel and the camel resides in at a, truck, a truck, stop. truck stop Yes Perfect Then the animal was given Precautionary antibiotics The animal was given the, Not the woman Well, Are you sure the they're animal. not Referring to the woman? It is <laughs> Maybe both of them. It's
0: Florida them. woman, so you, we got, we can't assume. Let's delve into the story and learn more. The story
1: goes, a veterinarian, a veterinarian, can't read today, prescribed antibiotics Monday for a camel that lives behind an Iberville Parish truck stop after a Florida woman told law officers she bit the 600-pound animal's <laughs> genitalia <laughs> after it set on her when she and her husband entered its enclosure to retrieve their deaf dog. So, again, that whole paragraph, we could pr- I could probably take, like, break that paragraph down and, and dissect it. It's already a lot going on. Uh, the Sheriff's Office documents obtained Monday alleged Gloria Lancaster, 68, and Edmund Lancaster, 73, let their unleashed dog enter the pen behind the Tiger truck stop at Gros Tet, 16 miles west of Baton Rouge. So, so... so.
0: I, somehow I missed, but when I read this the first time, that this is an elderly couple. <laughs> and they're like, oh... They have a deaf dog. <laughs> our, our deaf dog doesn't get to play with other dogs. We know.
1: We'll let them go play with this giant camel. Right. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> the couple told deputies that the camel attacked the dog without provocation, but the sheriff's office said the couple and their pooch invaded the camel's personal space last Wednesday. Hump day... <laughs> Jokey joke Uh-oh. by shoving it and swatting at it. Camels are assholes. I I've never I've never been near enough with camel to like say hey dude are you cool you suck I don't know never well, met one. Well I mean there there is that thing about camels spitting. Like, oh, they yeah, just yeah. Wait, well, right isn't that llamas? Face. I thought that was llamas. It's the same thing, isn't One it? One of them. Anyway, Iberville officials had said Sunday that the Lancasters of Milton, Florida told the investigators she had to bite the animal's testicles to get it to stand up. <laughs> Edmund stated that, that his wife bit the chemicals, sick private parts, in desperation to get the camel off of her as it bit him on the left elbow. After the camel stood up, his wife was able to get free, grab the small dog, and get back outside the fence in a barbed wire fence. Florida shit. Wow, <laughs> Florida
0: shit. That, that's amazing. So, so they they let their dog out. It runs into a barbed wire enclosure for we're gonna say just an angry spitting camel. And I did look it up. Yes, camels spit, and they spit like straight from their stomachs. So they're just spitting like camel stomach acid Ugh. at you. But that's not what happened. She didn't get spit in her face while trying to get the the dog. Somehow it sit on it sat on her head, uh-huh. and she's like, I know. My only recourse is I gotta go straight for the the nutsack for the camel testicles. But I, you know, what, at that point, do you blame her? If I had a camel sitting in my head at that point, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. You're gonna do. bite whatever's in front of you, and it just happens to be his nutsack. You bite his nutsack. You know, I'm I, the one thing I'm disappointed is that she did not give a
1: description of what the camel's nutsack tasted like. Yeah, I'm more I was trying to figure. So I'm reading ahead in the the uh, in the article. Tiger truck stop manager Pamela Bozier said, veterna- said a veterinarian checked Caspar on Monday and he appeared to be fine, but was given antibiotics as a precaution. <laughs> she described the towering animal as a docile, gentle giant. anyway, yeah, um, they, they, they didn't want the camel to get infected from Florida woman, dude. She, you don't, you don't know where she's, her mouth has been. How do you don't know if she's bitten other animals' testicles? Yeah, that's that's like uh, just just a degenerate nature documentary.
0: They're like, among the most poisonous and deadly animals in the world is the Komodo dragon of the... Well, I don't know, there, there's some islands that they're on, right? Because Komodo dragons have like so much filth and bacteria in their mouth that they're not actually poison. They just bite you and you get infected. And they're like, but but right behind the Komodo dragon is Florida woman. <laughs> Her mouth has been on all manner of beasts and crack pipes. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: What if, I, I would watch that documentary. It, it, he, going back to the age-old question: uh-huh. What if it was her camel? I still, I still feel like biting the nuts. <laughs> Maybe if she was just but caressing the
0: That's <laughs> that is animal cruelty, unless it's a really kinky camel. Oh no, that's what they're into. The, the, the camel just has like one of those like little black uh, leather hats, like biker hats, and like a studs on its neck. Oh no, it's it is it is a kinky
1: camel. So that was it for Florida, man. Fucking hell, Jesus Christ! Dude, if I saw, if I was in Florida and I stopped at a a truck stop
0: and I saw a camel wearing one of those black biker hats and like like studs, I'd be like, eh, it's Florida. I'm not I'm not surprised or shocked at all. Yeah, apparently
1: that little gas station had other animals there too. It Had like oh, a, a can- whole zoo, a kangaroo, a bunch of other like. What the fuck? Yeah, it was. It wasn't like they had uh normal animals they were all kind of like weird ones. It was a Florida zoo. Yeah. Alright. Fucking Tiger King. They're making part two. Anyway, moving on. Uh to the wonderful world of Reddit. Yes. Reddit question number one. Aaron. Yes. What's a conspiracy theory that you one hundred percent believe in? So I answered this question when I saw it on Reddit and I
0: thought really hard because I didn't want to I didn't want to buy into any of the the normal conspiracy theories that you hear, because most of them do seem pretty ridiculous. I don't think the earth is flat. Okay. There's a lot of evidence. But the one I came up with, and I was like, you know what? I bet there's some pretty big budget movies that get made purely for the purposes of money laundering. Like, it would be so easy to disguise where money is going on movies, because, like, there's so many parts. You're like, oh, yeah, we played this special effects crew, you know, $10 million, it's really just some fucker on his laptop, like, because, because they're just, there's just, you know, $500 million in drug money that they have to wash and clean. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to make, um, have you,
1: have you ever seen the movies, uh, get shorty and, or yes. What was the part two of it? Get shorty part two. No, it was, it was, uh, get shorter. No. God damn you. Anyway, I can't think of the, but it was basically the same fucking movie, just redone with like almost a, kind of sort of a different cast. But it was like, oh, it was Be Cool. It was Be Cool. Was the name of the sequel. But it was like if you watch them, they're like the same thing. Yeah. But the the kind of sort of loose premise about it is, I guess it's one of these producers or directors of these movies is like a Shylock. So he's like Mm -hmm. totally like, yeah, he's kind of sort of doing what you're saying. Like you're using the production of a movie, the budget of the movie to to kind of funnel money and do. Well, and you know. you, have you ever seen the movie The Room? Which one's that? The, there was a movie the disaster
0: artist made about oh, The Room. Oh,
1: I know you are talking. know I haven't seen so, those, so it's but I know like a, it, it's just
0: a terrible, terrible movie. But it had a budget of six million dollars, and you watch <laughs> it, and you're like, "How?
1: Yeah, where the fuck did it where? Dude, you, believe it or not, like some of that equipment cost her sure. a shitload of money, and then who knows what salaries and. But your- but my my point was, there are many
0: movies that you look at, and you're like. They had a 100 million dollar budget. Yeah. Like where did that go? And I'm I'm there's movies out there and apparently the people of Reddit some someone in the industry is like, "Oh yeah, I can confirm this are just there for the purpose of money laundering." I'm like,
1: "Yeah, I believe it." Yeah. yeah I could see that being real. I I never actually heard of that uh conspiracy theory I came before, up but, with it. But yeah, no, I I believe it. It's it sounds credible. It sounds very uh That's believable. Ha- that th- Explain
0: Julie. You remember that movie? Uh-huh. That was that's an old one. It was, it was Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I tried to watch it, and I it was that. it was like a it was actually like fairly well made, just in terms of the production quality and cinematography. But it was like a joke where like there's a setup, but there's never any punchline. Yeah, like there was like dialogue, and it seemed like it would get good, but then it was just. It was all like the first like intro lines. It was, it was so mundane. Yeah.
1: Anyhow, what's your conspiracy theory? My conspiracy theory that I 100 percent believe in, and I don't uh. know all the ins and outs, the facts, and st- but but I'm pretty sure Epstein did not hang himself. Like some like the fucking Clintons or somebody, some connected motherfuckers were like, oh shit. It was Hilly Clinton herself
0: in tactical gear. Yeah. She climbed in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so that's what I'm saying is the, like the, I don't the know the air shaft and she killed him. But yeah, I I think I think a lot of people can get on board with that. conspiracy. Because yeah. the 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 core the, or whatever, the, 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 the truth is that he hung himself. Like that's the what supposedly happened. Yeah. But I think like Ninety percent of people that I've heard of, like, are like, yeah, right. Like, no, he didn't. He didn't kill himself. Like, somebody fucking. He was. He was hit. Like a hit was put on him. I, I would be more apt to believe
0: that he did kill himself, but the the circumstances for him to successfully kill himself were created. Like, it was like, hey, hey, two guards. Yeah, you're gonna just not look and like whisper some shit in this guy's ear before you leave about how terrible prison's gonna be and then turn off the you know turn off the camera so no one sees you know when he's climbing on top of a stool to to yeah. off himself that one I would 100% believe it, it's weird to 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 joke about it but I, I do like the image of Hillary Clinton cl- crawling to an <laughs> air vent with like like the like like black seal, ops gear on SEAL Team
1: 6 fucking Hillary Clinton <laughs> just fucking climbing with a grappling hook and shit like all like <laughs> batman and she gets in there fucking hangs him and then she's like all of a sudden she's like dexter she's like one of them fucking csi people she knows how to she's wiping your principal right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hillary god I... damn it hillary clinton she's everywhere you gotta you gotta watch out don't cross she's, her she's a crazy bitch dude she's like fucking she's like uh like you Have you, you didn't see the movie black widow right no the movie okay like in black widow there's like an order of black widows yeah. and they're all women assassins. She started like, it. You yeah, know yeah. That? Hillary Clinton's <laughs> fucking Russian, dude. She's like the main fucking bitch. Anyway, that's the theory, theory, theory. Little theory I believe in. Um, some of the answers on Reddit. Oh, <laughs> you weren't fucking around. No, I know. Aaron was like. He's like, Aaron, so he picked the question. Then he's like, "So my answer is like the most upvoted." Blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, whatever." <laughs> and the number one answer is replied by or uh, Aaron's ja- Aaron Jaffe is a user. Aaron, the co-host, of the uh-huh. uh, some movies that have come out are strictly for money. Oh, yeah, the you one- don't have to read it. We just talk about <laughs> <You're> fucking idiot. <laughs> Yeah, that was the most upvoted fucking answer on Reddit. The number two, I guess, most upvoted, user Ray Anselmo writes, the NBA draft lottery has been fixed numerous times. Yeah, I can believe that. I don't know much about the NBA draft lottery, but being fixed, yeah, I could see I, how even the NFL ones probably are. And you well, know. Well, so, well, so the NFL is purely
0: based off of score. Huh? So that would be a little bit harder to fix. Like, you could have teams throw games at the end of seasons. And that does happen, right? There's teams that just don't play their starters and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the, the NBA draft is fucking wonky because it's like they're literally picking, like, ping pong balls out. Oh. <laughs> and the, it's like something like the lower your your uh, record, like the more ping pong balls you have or some bullshit like that. But it's not always the team with the worst record that gets the number one pick. So there there is room for fuckery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I do remember reading that one where people were talking about, like, there was, like, one ball that was, like, cold, so you could wa- put your hand in and feel for the oh. cold ball, which I do that, too, sometimes. <laughs> just, just on my, I'm having my own lottery. <laughs> How often are you drawing for the lottery, Aaron? Uh, you know, once or twice a night. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uh, I always get the number one pick. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, user Administrative.670 writes, In the 80s, the U.S. government cut a deal with Saudi Arabia to flood the oil markets, keeping the price of oil below the amount needed by the USSR to develop their own oil fields. Mm. In return, we, we would protect them from military incursions by Iraq and Iran? Question mark. Hence the Gulf Wars and contributed to the fall of the Soviet Union, who was left without a means to fund military expenditures. I believe it. Holy shit. That could be real. Yeah. There's a, yeah, dude, the our our government is not—they're not saints. They—we've oh, done some fucked up shit, you oh, know. Oh, oh, so your conspiracy theory is
0: that we're engaged in fuckery in the Middle East? No, no way, Jose. Not us. We we we've only gone into the Middle East with the purest of altruistic intentions. We are saints and saviors to the people of the world.
1: Hashtag okay. sarcasm. I'm trying to find some other kind of fun. I guess I'm just, I'm just gonna read these other ones. They're they're some of them aren't like not that funny, I guess. But like, user dmcat12 writes: "Mattress stores are a money laundering operation." You know what else could be could be money laundering opera, uh, operation?
0: Those laundry stores, where you go and clean your clothes, you can <laughs> clean the money too. You
1: literally take money and throw it in the laundry in the laundry. Uh, last one I'll read because these are all kind of shitty. Uh user KR shit. Or maybe it's KRS hit. I don't know. Your user's kind of fucked up. Amelia Earhart crash landed on Nukumororo Gardner Island in the South Pacific. Three years after she disappeared, the British found bones on the island that fit her description. Okay. So that's a conspiracy theory? I guess. Sure. Alright. Well, thanks, Reddit, for a dumb. Answer there. That was Reddit question number one. Mm-hmm. Reddit question number two uh-huh. is, Aaron, what movie scene was so traumatizing to you as a child? Yeah, this one's easy. I feel like we might have talked about this before,
0: but uh, I remember there, I was in West Coast Video. That was a, a small sort of local video chain around where I lived, and I would just purely like pick things off of the, the cover of the box, right? Okay. That's how it was in the olden days, kids. You, you, you couldn't at stream pictures. things. They didn't have like a nice uh rating system for you like oh like nc-17 you're 11 maybe you shouldn't watch this like and all you had to go off of there was no rotten tomatoes we just had a little blurb on the back but i was i was 11 and i'm like looking at these movies and my mom goes oh yeah this is a fun one about some guys getting chased down the river and i'm like that sounds like a fun adventure one and that movie was deliverance
1: yeah 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 (laughs) and uh, if Do you she, think your mom had seen the movie before? Yes, t- and she just like fuck it. Yes, he's got to learn somehow. No,
0: no, she <laughs> literally. So <laughs> I don't she, know how my mom's or she, or brain she, works. Sometimes she
1: forgot the the butt banging. Uh, she,
0: she forgot that there was a a male on male anal rape scene in that movie that I watched when I was eleven. And at the end, I mean, I was a like, mom, what the fuck? I mean, I, I don't think those were my exact words, but that was the the gist of it. As a mom, why the fuck would you have me watch? Deliverance, you you recommended this, and she's like, Oh, I forgot that part was in there. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ,
1: how do you forget that that's in you know, <sighs> when we were kids? If, like, if my parents would have put on like a movie with like rated R scenes or some shit like that, and they didn't want us to watch it, like, they would either tell us to cover our eyes, cover our ears, or like, we would fast forward through this part so we wouldn't. We wouldn't see it like Dude, we're here.
0: Covering your eyes would not have been enough.
1: There's a part he's like, I want you to squeal like a pig. Mm, boy, you got a pretty
0: mouth. Like, oh my God. What the fuck? I mean, it, it is a truly don't don't go back and watch. It's not even a good movie. That's the other part. It was like very uh sort of sensationalized and and it has a place in its culture because there was like a pretty graphic anal rape scene. Like this, this was not done back in the 80s or 70s or whenever the fuck that movie came out. It's not even good. So like don't don't watch that. I for,
1: think no it isn't it regarded as a pretty good
0: like it's not. It's, it's not a good movie.
1: I'm not saying like that's your opinion, man, but like isn't it regarded as like a pretty good movie? I don't know. I think it is, but I it's been so long since I and, saw it. And close 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 second for me was I was at least a little bit older,
0: maybe like thirteen or fourteen, and I saw the Rocky Horror Picture show and the description my, my dad gave me of the Rocky Horror Picture show was oh yeah, that's a little bit weird.
1: I'm like thanks dad, thanks mom. You guys are the worst. You forgot about the transgender fucking main fucker in the story. Thanks for letting me know. <sighs> I mean that that movie made me feel some things. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if, if it traumatized me as, as much as it awakened something in me. Oh no.
1: Oh no. Um my uh trama- traumatic my traumatic scene as a child was Nightmare on Elm Street part 1. Freddy Krueger coming down, like, the the alley with his, like, where his arm, like, he stretched his arms out, so his arms just got, like, super long, and he's, like, obviously got knives for hands, and he's, like, scratching the sides of the walls, and and you're, like, oh, fuck, Freddy's coming towards me. And oh, towards you. Well, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that no. got a little bit less dramatic all the a sudden. I'm like, I've actually never, never seen this. The Freddy You've never Kruger seen it. No, but if there was a scene where he's got his arms out and he's coming, I'm like, wow. So there's a scene. It's like all dark out. It's all like night, and there's obviously like the the smoke machines going off in the background, and Freddy's chasing after this bitch, or I think it's a i think it's a girl he's chasing. After, I don't remember, but like he's walking towards her, and his normal-sized arms just all of a sudden he uh, pulls them off horizontally like Jesus pose, and then they start going longer and longer and longer till they're both basically touching the sides of the walls, and he's, like, scraping in, like, obviously, like, sparks are coming from the walls and Uh shit. That traumatized you? Hell yeah! Well, first of all, I think I was like, probably two, three, or four years old, or whenever that first one came out. I don't remember how old I was when the first one came out. So I was little. (laughs) I was about to say, did Freddie then anally rape someone? No. (laughs) No. no, and, and that and, uh, you know, the whole concept of, like, Freddie coming to you when you're asleep and you're dreaming and all that shit was, like, Freddie uh. was Freddy was a scary fucking dude. And then that and we had, like, where we lived uh, growing up when I was a kid, we lived in a duplex, and we lived in the back house of the duplex. So mm-hmm. we were, like, right where the alley was. like be, Like, our backyard was an alley, basically. Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing of, like, someone coming at you in the dark alley... With fucking knives for hands, like that scared the shit out of me when I gotcha. was a kid. Um, you were real young. Yeah, like I said, I was like a little baby Mondo. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to look up when the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie first came out to like know how old I was. But it was like I think I was like three or four. You're a Mondo-let. dude. Yeah, scary. Some of the answers on Reddit, uh, user Fire Fire Spark Seven writes, "The Wolf from Neverending Story. What was his name?" Morgarag or I remember morgue or something. Yeah, that wolf was kind of scary when I was a kid, but I like Never Ending Story because that had a nice happy ending. I used to think the uh, I used to think the uh, the princess, whatever the 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 childlike princess, yeah, that one. I used to think she was hot. Of course, I was like 10 when that okay, yeah, that's better. Yeah, when I when I was 10, I thought she was hot, okay, um user ugly cute handsome boy writes Robocop scene where Murphy gets killed by the gang okay have you do you, I remember watching re-watching Robocop not too long ago and that scene was so like obviously the uh FX crew like it was so rudimentary mm-hmm. that that scene wasn't like he was like it looks so cheesy like just like, they do the classic like he gets shot at and he's like and shits squibs are going off and I know I watched RoboCop sometime in the eighties, but I it left no impression on me. Yeah, RoboCop was not scary. Uh, user vintage vinny, I'm sorry, vintage vinyl thirty six writes: I have a weird, vague memory of The Exorcist on at my grandparents' house when I was maybe three or four. Yeah, Exorcist was scary. Watching that in the theater was kind of kind of scary. Yeah, a lot of these other answers are kind of dumb. Anyway, that was it for Reddit question number two. Um, Which brings us to the end of Ask Credit. Brings us to the end of Ask Credit, and Aaron and Aaron wanted Aaron and I wanted to try a Degenerates of the Year uh, awards list um, of shit from 2021. Now that we're in a new year, there are a lot of great and terrible things that happened.
0: Mm-hmm. There, there were fantastic people. And colossal douchebags. <laughs> there, there are a lot of things to celebrate and mock from this year. Is what I'm trying to get at. And uh, you know, we had to wait until the year ended because actually, like one one of my my of the years came right down to the wire. It was something hap- that happened on the 31st. Ooh. Let's 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 jump into it. We have a, we have a list of a few things. And our our first our first category was Person of the Year of 2021. Okay. Who is your person of the year in twenty twenty one, Mister Armando Ramirez?
1: Mine's gonna be kind of uh, uh I don't know. It could be You could be. it could be, say it's a lame answer, but it's not a lame answer. Okay. I think. I think the person of the year are all the healthcare workers. Oh, that's a um, great! One. Holy shit! They, they, we like people we don't think of. People we don't think of like all these people getting COVID and shit, and they're out there like sticking their nets out, necks out, and and now we got the Omicron fucking yeah, thing. Like, well, they got to th- go through it all over again. Like, they thought they were out. They're like, we did it. We, we
0: came out the other side because things were really dying down post-vaccine. And then Omicron's
1: like, I don't give a fuck about your vaccine. Fuck your vaccine. So, yeah, I think my answer for the person of the year is the uh, healthcare workers. If you're a nurse or a doctor and you're out there fighting the good fight, good for you. Thank you. Keep doing your good work. Sorry that we suck and we we're not sorry we're not following the fucking rules and wearing masks and doing the six feet bullshit and getting vaccinated and we're all getting each other sick, because people are still dumb about it.
0: Oh good lord that that was a, that was another Reddit post and this is sort of related to what you're saying. It was there, so there's a, a Denver subreddit and the person basically just said like, you know, considering that Louisville and Superior are on fire right now, could you please not set off fireworks tonight? Um, Go for New Year's Yeah Yeah. And and I I just wrote like We'll be fine The last two years have showed us That as a country We're happy to set aside Personal gratification In favor of the health And safety of our neighbors Surely we'll learn From what happened And not have a repeat But like oh my god Thank god It did just start snowing Like crazy in Denver So
1: it would be very hard To set Denver on fire With fireworks But we could have done it so we're, so there's, for people that aren't aware of current events in Colorado, there's a f- like massive fire up north. thousand homes burned down. What did you say? Like 45 minutes to an hour north of here, give or yeah. take? And uh, we, we, Aaron and I went ha- with Bollocker. Shout out to Christian Bollocker. Uh, That's my person of the year. No. <laughs> uh, um, we were talking about how, had it not been for the sn- like if the snow had come one fucking day earlier, because we got a little bit of snow yesterday or yesterday the day before. But the fire started like literally the day before that, and it's it been dry, the vegetation and what have you was just like waiting for something to go off, and yeah, fires and people got evacuated, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, Kevin Now's mom's cool. I think she's far she, enough from she, it. Well, she's in that area. Yeah, she's she's close to it, but not like in the area. So hopefully well, no, she lives. I think she lives in Superior. I thought she was in Louisville. Oh, You might be right, but anyhow, that, um, she she's probably has shit shit air like like where you can't breathe and there's probably ashes on everything is what she's probably suffering through. At least I hope. I mean, the worst case scenario, at least I, that's... <laughs> well, I hope she's breathing in ashes. <laughs> but on a, on a happier...
0: Well, you know what? I was going to say on a happier note. No, not really. Actually, on a, on a drab note, my person of the year, uh, it's almost more of a little bit of like a lifetime achievement word because my person of the year is going to be Betty White. She... <laughs> She, she didn't quite make it. She was like weeks away from turning 100 uh, and she died just before the end of just, of 2021. Betty White is, um, was amazing. Incredibly funny. Like, if, Anyone you meet was like, "Oh, I didn't like Betty White. She was a bitch. You just don't talk to that person anymore, ever, uh, ever again, and probably report them to the FBI because they're a serial killer."
1: Yeah, I don't know much about Betty White, but I do know she's been regarded as like the sweetheart, like a big sweetheart of a person. So, oh, but she was
0: also very raunchy and like funny and <laughs> like she was hilarious on roasts. I mean, the 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 she she had a very sort of sweet elderly grandmother like delivery, and then would just say like the most. <laughs> <laughs> little devil horns oh she's yeah she she was she was very funny and she's like probably one of the few people where when you you, you see the reaction to her death like everyone universally yeah. is like oh no not Betty white so this is you know just just pour one out for Betty white you know we we, we took a moment of si- we tried to take a moment of silence when <laughs> during our, our New year's celebration we didn't quite succeed this this this, this is just a, a show of respect. For the great life lived by Betty White,
1: she's my 2021 Person of the Year. All right, next category, sir. Douchebag of the year. Am I going to answer first on all of them, or are we yeah. take turn? Okay, my douchebag of the year, Uh Jake Paul. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I want. To, I. I. <laughs> he's a douchebag. You know what I mean. He's. He's definitely. I think he. He may have surpassed. Like, in my opinion, the Mayweather douchebaggeriness of like, Mm -hmm. you're watching my fights because you want to see me get knocked out, but I'm going to keep picking my fights so I just have a win, you know, an opportunity to win. Uh Well, to be fair, as he should be, he's only had
0: like five boxing fights. Like, the best professional boxers fight complete cans for their first like 15 to 20 fights. Yeah. But to your point, Not only is he a douchebag, like, he leans into it. It's his brand. Mm -hmm. His whole thing is like, you want to see me get my head knocked off, that's why you're going to spend $60 for pay-per-view. Yeah, Although, not so much for his last fight. (laughs) Fuck you, douchebag. Uh
1: (laughs) His last fight didn't sell well. That's what I hear. I hear it didn't sell well. No, it didn't. I keep hearing about, like, the name Anderson Silva being thrown out. Like, I forget who, like, some other MMA person was like, Hey, fight Anderson Silva. He's an MMA guy that's new to boxing just like you are, and he's also been beating people up. He's also a bigger guy. He's been, you know, because Jake's been fighting, like, relatively smaller guys than him. Mm-hmm. I think uh, T. Wood weighed, like, 182, and, like... The, their weights were similar, but, yeah, the height and
0: reach was Yeah, he's just a bigger huge. guy. But uh, yeah, fight I, I support your, your, your pick for douchebag. He is a douchebag, <laughs> and he's been in the news quite a bit for his douchebaggery. Who's your douchebag of the year? Th- this this might be trivializing what, what this person did. I mean, this is probably beyond being a douchebag. But, man, it has been a, a rough few days in the neighborhood. My, my douchebag of the year is the Belmar shooter. Um, oh, yeah. So there was a mass shooting in the Belmar shopping center, which is very close to where both Armando and I live. It's like less than a quarter mile away from us. I mean... A, it was a extremely weird and twisted story. Like this guy had published a book about like going out and killing people, and then some of the victims he named were or he killed were actually named in the book. So it he had some sort of like vendetta. Like he used to own a tattoo shop, and then I guess he went out of business, and then he went around killing people that worked at a tattoo shop. But then he also went into this this uh, Hyatt Hotel, which is like right in the heart of, of this shopping center and killed somebody he never met before, and it's just like, (sighs) brings up all this stuff of like, when is this ever going to end, so forth and so on, and just on a really selfish personal level, though, I was like, fucking dude, no, not Belmar, like, let this like one nice happy place, where I mean, it's got nice Christmas decorations, there's like shops, like, I like going there, I don't want to look over my shoulder in Belmar all the time, you fucking piece of
1: shit. So I may have told you this, So if it sounds like I'm repeating it, I'm always repeating it for the benefit of the degenerates listening to the podcast, if that makes sense. Uh Um, That day, was that a Friday? I think it was Friday, yeah? Yeah. So I think it was Friday, like uh, New Year's Eve or whatever. And um, it may have been earlier. I don't remember when it was. And so anyway, I had a gift card to spend. And I was going to go to that very same shopping outlet that he ended up shooting out. I went there, but not fortunately for me, I went I was like I woke up that morning, I was like, I shouldn't be lazy today I should get run, get these errands out of the way, go be productive and go spend this gift card blah 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 blah. So I was just like literally in that same I went to the I went to the uh the five below first to see if they had what I needed. then I ended up going from there to like the general area, but anyway, that had happened literally four hours like I was there literally four hours prior to that craziness going on. And then I went and had dinner that night. I was like, hmm, I feel like having a stick. So I went over to Golden. And on my way out there in the freeway, there's a fucking like a bunch of police cars and ambulance and I think a fire truck just like hauling ass on the opposite direction, like heading towards what would be and then and obviously the next morning I read the the uh the article or the information and I was like, oh shit. That was like my like Aaron said, like that was our backyard. That happened like so close to to us. So don't go Shooting people, you fucks, douchebag! Oh, and on top of that, I
0: I would describe Belmar as sort of like a nice, happy place. That's yeah. the way I think about it. I'm like, oh no,
1: yeah, this this douchebag. <sighs> yeah, I, when I was when I was jogging every morning, like like I jogged through a little chunk of that little area of where he went. Moving on, yeah, yeah.
0: Moving on to to maybe lighter fare. What
1: is your show of the year, Armando? Show of the year. So I have shit in memory. I had a go look back at all the movies or shows we've seen together. Uh-huh. And my show of the year is Sweet Tooth. And I'll tell you why. Sweet Tooth was I think it was made well and I think it could reach like a pretty wide audience. It could it could reach like little kids. It could reach to the preteen area. You can be our age, like in the forties and still like appreciating And uh, like that show, it has a little bit of that feeling of kind of like when you watched um, Stranger Things, like there's a little nostalgia and and we were talking about never ending story like 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 kid ish shows that bring a little more of that nostalgia feel. And and I like that about Sweet Tooth. It was well done. And I can't wait for season two. That was my show of the year. Yeah, I feel like in general, as a, a
0: culture, we are. Very accepting of things that make us feel nostalgic because it's like yeah right <laughs> this year we have fucking uh, our states burning down and the hospitals are getting overwhelmed and there's shootings in our backyard I'm like yeah I want to I want to think back when good. I was ten and yeah like, <laughs> the world was a happy and friendly place how do I feel good you know what my my show of the year is actually. Very much along that same vein. The 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 whole show is a giant nostalgia bomb. My show of the year, which which dropped on December 31st, so technically it counts, Cobra Kai. (sighs) Ah, you gotta watch season four. Uh, Fuck. And it's it's for for me though, man, it's really it's the same thing. We're like Is that why you wore the shirt or is that just a coincidence? I literally was looking for the shirt in the laundry. I'm like,
1: where is it? Fuck the Cobra Kai shirt, I gotta wear it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I just noticed it right now, too. That's funny.
0: Well, I think I bought this after season two came out, and I still wear it. It's one of my favorite shirts. It's like, a fucking great shirt. I want that shirt. I'm going to get me. I've wanted the original Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai never dies. Let's go. Yeah. Even though Cobra Kai is now like the principal antagonist in season four.
1: Don't ruin season four, you cocks. Like, I haven't seen season but four.
0: But the, the whole thing, and I've, I, I, when we reviewed it after whatever season two or season, season three came yeah, out, yeah, three. the thing I love about it is they lean really hard into the nostalgia aspect, but they're very, like, in on the joke when they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. And But they've also managed to make the show so much more nuanced than The Karate Kid or really any 80s movies where it's, like, you have these very flawed characters where no one's really right and no one's really wrong exactly. And there are, most of them are just kind of trying to do their best and fucking up a lot. And there's characters that you can really root for, and you're like, oh fuck, I could see myself making that same mistake. But then when they do have their moments, and almost almost every character does have a a moment to shine, you're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, you know, no spoilers. But the 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 mix of, of nostalgia and and the sort of like eighties vibes and then the these characters that you can root for, like trying to do their best, fucking up. I don't know. I it, it, it's it is a show that like makes me happy when I watch it. That is my show of the year. Armando,
1: hey, I can't wait to watch season 4.
0: I'm envious. It's is it is it's coming. You'll you'll be able to get it soon on your your completely legal
1: streaming platform. Uh, <laughs> what what was your movie of the year? Movie of the year? Oh, man, you know what? I was uh there it feels like there wasn't a lot of new movies released this year and understandably so with like a lot of production being halted and stuff like that. But I felt like um most recently like Dune Stood out for me as like the movie of the year because it had a little bit of, it had kind of a little bit something for everybody. It had the lovey dovey stuff. It had like the sci-fi action shit for 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 guys that like you know that. um It was a remake, so I kind of knew what to to you know, uh, make of the plot, what was gonna happen. Star-studded cast too. Like the cast is like holy shit, like a bunch of A-listers. Uh, even though he was on there for a short period, like Oscar Isaacs, a fucking amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a bunch of good actors. Timoth- Timothy Chalamet, or whatever the fuck his name Timothy. Whatever his name is.
0: I think, no, I think that's how you pronounce it. You nailed it. Timothy. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really, really ended up liking that movie. Um, the first six, like, whatever it was, 60 minutes is extremely slow. And then the last min- 90 minutes, everything happens. <laughs> like, yeah. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to uh there's obviously going to be a part two they might just keep making those dune movies they and should i hope they do that book was dubbed as, as sort of like unfilmable they're like there's no way you could make this into a movie and like
1: no they, they fucking did it yeah they did a great job i want to see what javier bardem's character does in part two he seems like a badass Okay, Javier Bardem's character, whatever yeah. his name, he's the guy that spit like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how we say hello or
0: whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm what? gonna I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a, a runner up. Oh, okay. J- just because my movie of the year, it's like people are not gonna be surprised, but my run, my runner up, I th- I'm gonna say it, it technically was 2021 because its international release was 2021. It's a little movie called Palm Springs. Um, Did I watch that one? Probably not, and that's that's why I'm I'm saying it because I think. There are a lot of people have not heard of this movie. The conceit of it is, is it takes place at a wedding and these two like wedding guests, uh, you know, a, a male and female wedding guest get stuck in a sort of groundhog day. I did see
1: that one time loop. Yeah. You know who recommended it to me? Was uh uh Zach Steckline. Zach was like, dude, you should check this movie out. And so I watched it. Yeah, I've S- seen that movie. That's Zach movie.
0: Te- Steckline is a man of fine taste and culture. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. Shout out to Zach Steckline. We're giving shout outs to a lot of our Lancer brothers. Yeah, he, he's also our 2021 person of the year. <laughs> Him, Christian Ballerker, Betty White, and the Frontline Workers. All of them, just mm-hmm. 21 people of the year. uh that, that's a really good movie. And speaking of things, if you just want a movie where you're gonna like, you're gonna laugh, you could probably end up feeling good when you watch it. That would be a great pick. But uh, the man, the movie I saw this year, which I think a lot of people shared in this feeling, because it triggered the nostalgia hardcore was Spider Man No Way Home. Ooh, ooh. And I, I was surprised, man. I think like a lot of people, I've had a little bit of Marvel fatigue. There's a lot of stuff I'm just not watching. You talking about the Black Widow movie, I'm like, nah, I don't need to see that. Oh, like, dude, the Florence Pugh. Yeah, um, no, I don't need to see it. Um, I, I'm, 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 I'm fine. Um, booty liquor. Did not particularly care for Hawkeye. That's just me, but like, whatever. Wait, Hawkeye or Hot Guy? Both of them. <laughs> um, but... But even the things in Spider Man that you kind of knew were going to happen, when it did happen, it was so well done. I was like, oh, let's go Spider! And it wasn't, by the way, not a happy movie. But I, I, I left that movie feeling like I'd seen like the most amazing magic trick, right? Like there was definitely some misdirection. We're like, the CGI is a little shitty here. We had to rush things. Oh, the plot line was a little, but like. Everything was well done enough where, like, when you left, I'm like, how the fuck did they pull that off? Yeah, yeah. Like, there was, like, spider man from, like, three different eras, but they were all there and, like, all this... Spoiler. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you but, haven't already seen it, suck it. It's your fault. But, I mean, I'm not going to say any more than that, but to, to me, it was almost crazier in a way that they pulled that movie off. Because, like, like the, the Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame, that was a huge achievement they've been building up to that for more than a decade yeah all these different movies and storylines and everything converging but like spider-man they fucking pulled that out of thin air yeah they're just like oh what if we somehow co-opted these other franchises and these other characters and like somehow we get it all together in one movie in like a cohesive plot and then the performances in that movie were great like the nostalgia moments and it 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 tugs at your heartstring. It's it, there's parts where you're like, oh wow, I didn't think I was gonna be legitimately sad when this happened. Holy shit!
1: So Spider Man No Way Home, man, it's a, a wild ride. I think that movie, like, if you if if you felt like the Tobey Maguire era of Spider Man movies was the best, you could watch this movie and still appreciate. You'd be like, oh fuck yeah! Or if you thought the mate like uh. Uh, Andrew Garfield's version was the best. You could watch just like, oh my god, this is so it it does a very good job of paying like a kudos, thumbs up to no matter which original Spider Man you preferred, like it's a high five. It's like yeah, fuck yeah. It's a really they did a good job, for sure. I think yeah. Okay, let's let's move <laughs> on. Let's move on to a serious
0: category now. Mm. Uh, you know we've been we've been talking about these trivial things like movies and shows, but let's get. Down to brass tacks, Armando. Who is
1: your thirst trap of the year, <laughs> dude? I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't follow a lot of, you know, thirst trap type of chicks like, mm-hmm. uh, online and social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I did happen to follow this one like years ago because she was a hometown girl, uh, Kay Hansen, the MMA fighter. So when I first saw her fight in the UFC. I I don't know if it was Joe Rogan or somebody said she was originally from Whittier, California. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I want to follow this chick's career. So I added her on my Instagram, you know, two years ago or whenever she first fought. Very sweet, uh, like, innocent hometown girl. Like, she was, like, totally, like, I'm here to be a fighter and that's all I'm here for. And that was, like, how she was introduced to me when I first saw her. You look at her Instagram shit now. She's, like... You, she'll wear shit where it's like you know she's got piercings under her you know little boobies like she wore shit that's like and then she's got an only OnlyFans now she'll wear these like skimpy like swimsuits where it's like I could see I could almost see your vagina lips like it's so but she's now at some point she decided to turn a hey, corner hey God gave her those vagina lips it's natural and fine sure at some point she decided to turn the corner and be like fuck this I gotta lean into the sex appeal stuff too To make more money, more revenue, whatever. But dude, she she went from like the innocent like to in me my my point of view like innocent schoolgirl to like fuck this shit. Look at my butt cheeks, and and I like the butt cheeks. Wait, hold on. I I have to look up what is Kay Hansen, K K A Y. No 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 no. no. I I
0: know who she is, but when I went I went to her Instagram page and because I I remember her being kind of like religious. So it it was Kay Hansen, UFC fighter, some. 46 5 i'm like what is that and then i looked it up i'm like god is within her she will not fail god will help her at break of day and i'm like that's right god you got that lighting on that little nipple shot just perfect yeah <laughs> you created that sunrise god that that
1: made that lighting look at that outstanding. shit I'm, I'm there look at that shit look at that she's like hey look at my little boobies and my yeah yeah,
0: like, I, I think Merry Christmas. I, I think the the female Look at that, UFC Jesus. fighters as a whole got the memo of like, hey, like just just kind of kind of hoard up a little bit on Instagram, get those followers, girls. Yeah. Um. Okay. My my thirst trap of the year. Uh, th- I follow more than one
1: sort of thirst trap ish <laughs> account. Not a ton. I probably have maybe like five strictly for research purposes for this segment. Not not for any other reasons.
0: <laughs> no i'm not gonna lie so usually usually it's because there's like something else i'm interested in okay uh and like there's one where there there's a a, a really good like free climber like mountain climber uh-huh. i mean and i'm not talking about like what i'm doing i'm just hiking up mountains like she's like climbing fucking rock faces uh-huh. but her her instagram account complete thirst trap the the, the my thirst trap of the year is actually going to be alexandria daddario
1: in, oh I know who she
0: is in White Lotus. Well and she, you know oh, what she's on White Lotus and, and here's the thing. She, she's been uh, I think a thirst trap in many other films and I've, I've never been been taken in by her feminine wiles. Uh, I believe she was in, in the Baywatch remake, never saw it. I'm uh-huh. like yeah whatever like, I don't. but White Lotus was was a pretty good show. I don't know if it was exactly my cup of tea uh-huh. but her character was just put there as a thirst trap. That was her characters, both both in the context of the show, and then in them trying to sell the show and get people to watch it. They're like, Alexandria D- Daddario, this is your role," and she fulfilled it magnificently. I don't, I don't know if I would have finished watching that show if uh, if she was not in it.
1: And- yeah, she she the first things the first stuff I ever saw her in was the Lightning Thief movies, and you know you watch that. Uh, Percy Jackson shit and you're like oh, okay she's kind of a cutie you know even though she's like fucking 14 years old in it or whatever and now that she's older dude she 175% is leaning into like look at my giant knockers and she's she's got a curve she's got the nice curves and everything but she's like if you really want to see some crazy shit on her watched the tv show um true detective season one season two sucks nutsack okay. but she's in season one and she like full on she like plays like uh woody harrelson's like side piece oh so there's like this big age gap but she's like fuck it i'm gonna blow this guy and she gets pretty raunchy in it but okay. she's yeah but she's uh, since then i still like i lost all of that kind of like she's innocent like she went straight like Look at my titties. Look at my nipples. The only thing I think I've ever seen her in was
0: White Lotus. Her her, her character was not, like, overly sexualized, except for the fact that it's a fucking, like, Hawaii resort, and she's in a bathing suit. And I'm like, you know what, White Lotus? I appreciate what you're doing for me here. That's my 2021 thirst trap of the year. Uh, Moving on, Armando. Hey, real quick.
1: um, Shout out to... Greg Davison and shout out to that, my That's mo- that's mondo stir-strap of the year. Oh, Greg on. Davison. I just looked wow. cuz I'm I'm I just decided to join our Facebook live chat to see what people are saying about us. We have a Facebook live chat? Yeah, if you go on our degenerates. Okay. Or if you not Facebook, uh YouTube. If you go to YouTube, uh-huh. um, channel, you can talk to us on there. And my mom says hi and Grego says hi. Yeah, what's up, Greg? What's <laughs> up, Greg Davison? I just wanted to say that.
0: All right, so now our 21-21 our person of the year, now firmly in first place, Greg Davidson for, for, for coming on our... So it goes Greg Davidson, the, the frontline healthcare workers, Christian Boliker, Betty White, and then who's the other one? We had one more. Oh, Zach Steckline for his amazing taste and fine culture. Yeah, yeah. Those are our 21-21 20, people of the year. This list is growing yeah, yeah. as the episode progresses.
1: And all you have to do is say hi to us on our YouTube channel. Go figure. Uh, Armando, who is your athlete of the year? I'm 110% going to say this is all bias on my behalf. That's fine. It's your list, man. Justin motherfucking Herbert, quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, blowing out records left, right, and center uh, of all these motherfucking fools, schooling them, being like, he's setting a ton of records for a quarterback, especially he's only in his sophomore year in uh, the NFL. If it weren't for him, he's like, I feel like he's literally carrying our team on his back um that could be a good thing or a bad thing because when he makes mistakes we tend to lose but i think if there were more pieces around him um we could be a fucking championship contender team fuck yeah justin herbert little known fact if you're not a justin herbert fan Mm -hmm. when he was a child oh um you know like when you're a kid like you're in kindergarten you write like what do you want to be when you grew up Blah blah blah. i I wrote the quarterback for the san diego chargers which is weird
0: Fuck like you. that, because I grew up in Philadelphia, and they're like, "Why, why the Chargers?" I'm like, "I don't know."
1: Anyway, it's my destiny. Aaron decided to ruin my fun <laughs> fact, but that's—he literally was like, when he was like five years old, wrote down, "I want to be a quarterback for the San Diego Chargers," and look at him now—he's a quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: Even better, fuck, he made it. <laughs> I only, I only got to be a quarterback for the Browns. It's not the same. All right, what's your answer? My, my 2020 Athlete of the Year, and I'm a little bit late to the party on this one, okay. but is is Steph Curry. Um, oh. Because I, I haven't followed or even watched basketball at all for a long time, right? Like, probably since, like, the 90s. And I, I've started watching basketball a little bit this year. I'm like, what the fuck happened to the game? Like, it's completely different. And I'm like, wow, this motherfucker <laughs> Steph Curry just... Figured out a complete hack. Yeah. Like it used to be, like oh, you have to like drive to the paint, and you have to like do all these moves, and you got to post up. And Steph Curry's like, mm, I'm gonna just skip all that. I'm just gonna throw the ball in from really far away. People are like, what? And then makes more more points. What? You can't do that. Like he he's gonna. You got to guard him like when he's on the bench. Yeah, he he shoots from so far, and the the thing is, this is this is what I think happened. I think so. The he, the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, the the coach that basically facilitated for stuff because there's a lot of teams like that he wouldn't have been as good on but this this guy was is steve kerr and he was a member of the bulls dynasty teams mm-hmm. like where like the michael jordan scotty pippen dennis robin bulls had yep. a three pete and his, his role was to be this little white guard who could just pop threes occasionally when they needed it but that wasn't as big of a factor in the game back then like it was all it was you know michael jordan dunking like the whole thing that was that was where that the game was at, at that point i think steve kerr was like you know if i just shoot 34 percent i had and from three i'm gonna put you know more points in more efficiently than michael jordan because michael jordan only shot 50 percent. he's like you know what one day i'm gonna become a head coach and i'm gonna i'm just gonna find a bunch of like little like guys that can shoot threes and run around really good and like i'm gonna like the main one it's gonna be like me but like i want him to be like cooler and black so my (laughs) name's steve kerr so i'll find steph curry Ah. oh my god that was the part where my mind kind of blew up where I'm like, oh my god! So wait, that it's Steve Kerr is the head coach, and then he found Steph Curry. It's too perfect, and they just broke basketball. They're just like, eh, we're just gonna skip all this like giant centers and like post moves and all this shit. We're just gonna throw the ball in from way far away, and there's nothing anyone can do to stop us. Very good, very good. good my athlete answer. of the year. I, I think I think even more prestigious of a of someone someone who really works it, who uses their body to their full potential. Uh, more so than even Athlete of the Year, we're we're going to give an award for MILF of the Year. This was Armando's category. MILF of the Year is my category. I support it. Who
1: is your MILF of the Year, Armando? She's technically a MILF because she's currently with child. Okay. Doesn't have children yet, but currently with child.
0: So, she's, you know, if she lives in Texas, she's 100% a MILF. What?
1: So... No, no, oh, no, no. Got, got it, got it. <laughs> took me a second. Took me a second. Um, male for the year, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, she's with child. Oh, she's pregnant. Who's child? Some actor guy, probably. I don't fucking know. Or some some guy that has a lot of money. I don't know. Okay. Someone someone more important than me. Um, it's so she's been out of the limelight for a while. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know if. It's, well, she's a movie out right now, but yeah. But outside of that movie, she was kind of out of that limelight, like uh-huh. out of the public scene. I think it was because of the nudie picture stuff that she was kind of yeah p- that kind of fucked her up a probably, little bit. Probably, but, but understandable. But um, so she came out and she's doing all this publicity for the movie she's at, she's out in right now. And like, uh, I forget what the question was, but she's like, or like, the question may have been like, "What have you been doing all year?" And she's like, "I've been having a lot of sex this year, <laughs> trying to get pregnant, obviously." So she's knocked up, dude. Yeah, she's still hot. D- m- m- might I add? I, I know um
0: that the the whole what was it called? There was a name for it, like something gate, but like with the, the huge leak, there was a name, whatever. Spygate? No. Uh, Maybe Fapgate. <laughs> oh, the fappening, not gate. The, the, fa- fappening. the fappening. That's what it was called. Yeah, so so when that happened, I, I kind of skipped that whole thing. And she, she was talking about like in an interview for this movie, Don't Look Up, mm-hmm. that, that she's in on Netflix. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. I haven't seen it. Whatever. But she, but she was talking about how like that whole thing like really kind of fucked with her and she wanted to just take a step back and get away from it. And, and uh, this is some degenerate shit right here I was like, wow, that is really fucked up Like, man, that has to screw with the person Having all that stuff out there Man, I've never seen it I gotta <laughs> 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 Just for investigative For research so I can fully understand You know, why she, she feels so traumatized I just need to investigate for science mm-hmm. And I did I'm like, man Yeah, you've got nothing to be ashamed of, Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> I, I could see where this is a huge violation of your privacy and I, I won't look at it again. Probably not, unless I'm really lonely. <laughs> I've seen it a million times, and I'm not tired of it. Uh, okay, my 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 MILF of the year uh, is going to go to Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley, she's hot. She's but, hot. But and here, here's the th- here's here's why I give her MILF of the year. The the, the front page of Yahoo is is populated i'm sure by algorithms and they give you quote unquote news stories Mm -hmm. and it's just like the dumbest shit it was the the dumbest most clickbaity whatever it is if it's politics if it's sports it's just the stupidest headlines ever where it's like oh click on us and I, i keep getting ones where it's like elizabeth hurley takes Scandalous bikini photo on the beach, and like every week these come up. I'm like Yahoo, you f- stupid fucks! This isn't a news story. Stop it. Okay, I have to click on it though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me just let me just see. Just again for science, yeah, you yeah. know. I have to I have to properly gauge how stupid and clickbaity this headline is. Oh, wow. okay. Wow, she does look really good. For I think she's like 60 now. Um, she she, she is she is gorgeous, and she. She's just fully leaning into uh, her her Instagram account. And you know what? God God bless you, Elizabeth you. Hurley. We like, appreciate it. You're doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. And um, every time those articles pop up, I'm like, this is the dumbest shit. Who would click on this? Okay, well, I'm just real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time, I swear. And then uh, next week, they will be like, Elizabeth Hurley like covers her nipples on Instagram. I'm like, oh, wait, she covered her nipples? Well, what did she cover it with? I have to, I have to know, just, just for research purposes again. So that that is my MILF of the year. And uh, we have our last category, Mondo. Okay. what What is your fuck-up of the year? It could be personal, it could be global, but what is your fuck-up of the year?
1: My fuck-up of the year is a person and... Uh I can't pronounce her name, but her name, but Jelaine Maxwell or just Jiz- Maxwell, yes. whatever. Epstein's girlfriend. Ha ha, dumb bitch. You got in trouble. You fucking idiot. Hopefully, the rest of you assholes that were involved with all that shit get into some deep shit too. But uh,
0: she's a straight up sociopath.
1: Yeah. The 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 part where there, I didn't really closely follow
0: her whole trial, but there was one part where like a, a kind of a fluff story came out. Where apparently... So, you know you're not allowed to photograph in the courtroom, right? Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. And so that's why there's been this long tradition of uh, courtroom sketch artists. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they'll sit there and they'll sketch what's going on. Just, I, I, I don't know. So, so uh, articles and things can have pictures. And there's this one photo of sh- the sketch artist sketching Gislaine or Gislaine or whatever the fuck it is. Sketching her back. Like... This 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 fucking twisted bitch was like no 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 I'm still in con- even though I'm about to go to jail yeah. for doing all this these I mean basically like sex trafficking like recruiting young girls to be part of this creepy ass billionaire's harem I'm still in control and you you don't sketch me yeah I sketch you it's yeah. like oh my god Ugh, you fuck up what a see you next Tuesday so so, so my, my well, hey, well don't worry Hillary Clinton is gonna be wriggling through the air vents pretty soon. And uh, she, yeah. she, she, she we, we will, we will not be shocked if her stay in prison after her conviction is a short one, because Hillary Clinton's on the case dun, in her dun, tactical dun, 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 dun. gear, SEAL Team Seven. What, what, what was that, uh, like stealth video game? Remember the one where was, was, where? Um, metal Gear Solid. Not that one, but sure. Let's say it's Hillary Clinton, A.K.A. Solid Snake, yeah, r- going into the prison air vents to get the job done. So. She she will uh, probably not be the fuck the uh, fuck up of the year of 2022 because she you know Hillary Clinton is going to dispose of her. But my my fuck up of the year, I I couldn't think of anything and I just come up with my milf of the year who who is Liz Hurley. <laughs> and do you remember? So you've seen Austin Powers, I'm sure, yeah, right? Yeah, yes. Do you remember in? I believe it was the first Austin Powers. He's driving like like this like little golf cart thing down at this really narrow tunnel, and he has to turn around, and he's just, like, backing up forward. It was, like, it was like the 28-point turn. Yeah. So my, my fuck-up of the year is that essentially happened in the Suez Canal with a uh, a cargo ship uh-huh. where, like, it just got turned sideways. And like They couldn't
1: – they were basically trying to do the Austin Powers scene of, like, back-up. Did, did the currents fuck it up? So it meant horizontally, or did they just – someone just was like, I think this is how we're going to – B- bust u u-turn in the middle I, of a- I mean regardless of the currents it, like it's a canal yeah somebody
0: steering that ship fucked up yeah and it got twisted sideways and they couldn't get they were literally trying to austin powers this like massive like probably i think it was supposed to be like one of the largest cargo ships in the entire world yeah. they're trying to austin powers this fucking thing out of the suez canal which is like it's a one of the primary like waterways for trading yeah. and cargo and shipping and everything. And this fucking thing was blocked up for six days.
1: Nice. Well as
0: they tried to Austin Powers this this massive ship back and forward, back and forward. And uh I, yeah I just I just kind of like pictured Austin Powers driving driving that thing and be like, oh shit. I'm sorry. Okay, front. Okay back. And
1: uh so that that was my fuck up of the year. We are out of time. We are well over an hour into our little recording. It was a good one. We uh Hope you guys enjoyed the the New Year's New Year episode. We will talk to you guys. Thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you guys in a week. Do you have anything else you want to add before I...
0: Yeah, once again, just shout out to my People of the Year. Greg Davidson, Person of the Year. Ooh, ooh. Uh, Betty White, Frontline Workers, Zach Steckline, in that order. Oh, and Christian Bolliker. Oh, yeah, Bollocker.
1: Don't forget Ballaker. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the video. Thank you guys for watching and all that good stuff. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.